Coming to you from the greatest city in the world, this is the number one showbiz podcast. It's Talk for Two. Here's your host, Matt Bailey. Thank you, Gary, and thanks, as always, to our season sponsors, Axtel Expressions and the Tangent Bound Network. Find fantastic podcasts at tangentboundnetwork.com, and all your entertainment needs are at axtel.com. Well, before we begin, you might notice that it has been a month since our last episode, and you know we're not airing as weekly anymore, but I try not to let a month go by without a show. And those of you that follow me know exactly why we have been away for so long. So I just want to thank everyone for their outpouring of love and support. And I do mean really love that I felt from all over the world while I was away having my heart surgery. Now, I made an unbelievably fast recovery. I have no pain, and I am just so excited to be back, quite literally, stronger than ever. And that's enough about me, because as you know, I am never the star of my own talk show. My guests are, and boy, do we have a superstar for you today. Roger Hodgson, best known as the former lead singer and songwriter for the band Supertramp. He composed the group's biggest hits, including Give a Little Bit, The Logical Song, and my personal favorite, Take the Long Way Home. All of those pieces are from Supertramp's best-selling record, Breakfast in America, which won two Grammy Awards. The aforementioned songs are linked below in the show notes on talkfor2.com. Departing the group in the 80s, Hodgson devoted time to solo projects and ended his touring career in the late eight, in the late 80s to focus on his family. He returned to touring in the late 90s about a decade later and it seemed he and it seems he hasn't stopped at least not for long ever since. Tomorrow, July 13th, Roger launches his 2018 North American tour with dates in our region, starting with a concert in Philadelphia, PA. He'll be in Sunbury, PA on the 14th and Lancaster, Pennsylvania on the 15th. I told him, because I go to Lancaster all the time when I'm home, I told him to have some PA Dutch pot pie. Delicious stuff. And of course, there's a date in North Bergen, New Jersey, which is where I will be seeing Roger and his show on July 18th. For tickets to those dates and other dates in the U.S. and Canada this summer, check out rogerhodson.com. That's R-O-G-E-R-H-O-D-G-S-O-N. And if I ever mispronounce that last name, because we have a couple Hodgsons on this show, if I ever mispronounce that last name, it's because that D and that G always trip me up, and somehow I put an extra H in there somewhere. So sorry. I hope I'm saying it right, because it should be an easy name to pronounce, but you know, there's tongue twisters for everybody. All of Roger's social media links are below in the show notes on talkfor2.com as well. As for what we talk about, this is a brief but wide-ranging interview that covers everything from his songwriting process to how his self-care helps preserve his iconic voice. Really, for my money, one of the best voices in music. So recognizable, you know when a Roger Hodgson or Supertramp song, well, they are, they're all his stuff. He wrote most of his stuff in that group. You know when one of his songs that he's singing comes on the radio. So here now to tell us why music is his service, our interview with Roger Hodgson. Roger Hodgson, welcome to Talk for Two. How are you today, sir? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Matt. Well, we are excited to have you on the East Coast uh, here back here uh, in Philly, Sunbury and Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and then in North Bergen, New Jersey, uh, in the middle of this month, starting this week. What do you love uh, playing about audiences here in America, for audiences in America? Um, it's 
Well, I live in America, so I obviously love it here. Um, um, so it's, it's always good, always feels good to be playing to uh, home audiences. And Ameri- American audiences are just so enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, you know, I have uh, the songs that I wrote and sang for Supertram have a huge history for so many people. And um, uh, obviously a lot in America. It's, it's interesting for my website, um, are from America. So yes. there's a huge um, huge public here, huge audience of, of people who know these songs. And uh, it's really, for me, it, the, the trick is to get my name out because people think of them as Supertramp songs, but they don't realize that uh, if they go to a Roger Hodgson concert, they're going to hear the logical song and Breakfast in America and Take the Long Way Home and, and Give a Little Bit and Dreamer, etc. Um, because these are the songs that I wrote and sang, a lot of them, before I even uh, formed Supertramp. That's really cool. And the question is, because of that mentality that there's songs from your time with Supertramp and then some stuff that you do, I know, from your, your solo projects from the 80s onward, how do you balance that out in a live show? How do you choose what to perform? Well, so it's, that's always the tricky part, because I'd love to play them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I do have such a... a a large repertoire now um, to pull from, but uh, generally, you know, I'm I'm a performer, a musician who just wants to give people the best experience possible. So I play the songs that I feel people want to hear. I mean, in uh, in Europe, for example, where it's raining again was a huge hit. Um, I I play it every night. I close the show with it. But here, it, it didn't mean so much. So some I sometimes play it, sometimes don't. But or definite, I, I will play all the songs that people still are still hearing on the radio, like Give a Little Bit and and uh, Take the Long Way Home and Breakfast in America and, and uh, the Logical Song. It's, it's really wonderful music. It is music that has stood the test of time. And why do you think, what is your opinion, your experience been, why do you believe that these this music has stood the test of time? I still hear Take the Long Way Home and, and Give a Little Bit on the radio all the time. What do you attribute to its mm-hmm. its longevity? You know, I, I've I've been asked that question many times. Um, they, I don't. You know, they're they're great songs. They really are. I mean, I'm you know, and I don't say that with the. Uh, um, I just say that because I love singing them, and they 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 amaze me. I know that uh, for me, maybe the secret is that I didn't try to write a good song. Every time I did, I fell flat on my face. It did not work. <laughs> these, you know, yeah. these songs, uh, I really do believe, actually, that inspiration um, happens when we, we get ourselves and our egos out of the way and our, our agendas and, and filters. And it's kind of, for me, I stumbled upon it at, at an early age um, that uh, it was when I lost myself. I love music so much and I love playing when I lost myself, when I was totally, totally absorbed in the music. And does that make uh, a, a piano or a? Does that make sorry? So- say again. Sorry. Does that make songwriting easier or harder in your mind? Does it kind of just flow freely when you get all that stuff out <laughs> of the way, or does, is it really a a, a laborious process? Okay. No, it's not laborious at all. I mean, when it when it happens, when inspiration is happening, it's it's uh, it's amazing. It really is amazing. But, but 
but it happens from, because it's not something, again, maybe I should explain it one other way. When I try to write a song mm-hmm. uh, from my mind, it, the songs, and it doesn't work and, and, and the songs aren't particularly good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's when I, get out, when I get out of the way, when my mind is quiet and I'm just totally engrossed and absorbed in the music and the sound of the instrument, that's when magic uh, sometimes happens, you know, and it's almost like my mind is a witness. I'm listening and enjoying, and then suddenly my hands have gone and played a few chords, and I go, "Oh, that was beautiful. That's beautiful." So I play it again and and again, and and it slowly grows into the, the beginning of of uh, a song or or a piece of music, and um, and then generally it feels <clears throat> to me it's like a, almost a mini love affair. Mm-hmm. that may last a, a day, a week, two weeks, three weeks, when all I want to do is play this beautiful new song that I've created and or that's come in. And um, that's basically where a lot of these songs <clears throat> came from. And uh, maybe that is why they have such an evergreen quality to them. They they really were inspired. They weren't contrived or... or um, uh, written from my mind. I don't know. That's the best explanation I can give. Well, that's beautiful. It's a beautiful explanation, uh, <laughs> spoken as beautifully as those songs that you write. And you are loved for two things, your songwriting, uh, obviously your piano playing as well, but I want to talk about your voice. Every review of you touring in the last few years has said, Roger's voice is as strong as ever. How do you keep it in shape? How do you make sure that instrument stays in tune? Mm. Um, well, to tell you the truth, I don't try. It, it, if I keep myself in shape, then my voice sounds fine. And when I say myself, that's not just eat healthy and, um, and sleep and everything else, which I try to do, but uh, it's also being healthy in my heart. It's being happy and and not taking my stress and ever, anything else that's going on in my life on stage with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, to tell you the truth, my day starts my preparation for a concert starts when I when I get up, mm-hmm. and I do uh, I try to pace myself to where when I stuffed with food or I'm not carrying baggage from the day or stresses or whatever I I just I'm in peak shape but totally empty so that I'm ready to enjoy ready to give ready to sing my heart out uh, my heart is in good shape you know because obviously if I'm stressed and thinking about my other problems in life or whatever, then I'm not going to be uh, able to sing as freely as uh, if I'm just empty. So I do, before I go on stage, I do a little bit of meditation. I take a nap just just, just to try to reset everything so that when I uh, hit the stage, I'm just there to enjoy myself, to give my love and my and my heart through, through singing and playing to uh, the audience. Well, not only do you give your heart through your music and through playing live, you do before every single show I see online, you do a meet and greet. How important is that connection with your fans to, to shake their hands personally for you? Um, I don't know if it, 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 it's important. It's, uh, I, I enjoy doing it. I mean, I, I do love people and obviously I have a, uh, I have a wonderful fan base. I mean, the fa- the fans and the, the uh, that uh, I have and the fans that have been attracted to this music are just a real beautiful group of people um, mm-hmm. around the world. Beautiful hearts, real uh, 
<clears throat> good souls. So uh, I, I love meeting them. And, <clears throat> and I love hearing their stories. And, um, and it's, a, it's an amazing connection to have with people because, again, these songs came through me and I, I wrote them from my life experience, my pain, my joy, my longing, my uh, um, insecurities, whatever, whatever, whatever was going on. Music was the place I felt safest to express my inner, uh, my inner life, if you like. I didn't write them for anyone else. I think that's a secret also. And so that, you know, years later when they suddenly took off and went around the world and touched so many people, uh, it, it was pretty amazing to have my inner um, inner life kind of shared with, with everyone. But then I discovered that my inner life is no, not much different to everyone else's. Everyone else has those questions and those, um, that longing and that, uh, you know, Hide in Your Shell, for example, is probably the most requested song. So I know that a lot of people relate to that song and, and what I wrote about because they they have they go through tough times too and I know music can be an incredible friend to us and Hide in Your Shell and many other songs, Lord Is It Mine. Um the 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 ones that are not so much on the radio, those are the ones really that have touched people's hearts and souls and, and have made have with so many people. So when, when I do meet and greet, I just love meeting some of those people and they, I can feel how grateful they are to be able to thank me in person for, um, for the gift, the gift of these songs in, in their life. So it's a, it's a, just a, a, a wonderful thing that I'm able to do. That's I'm happy to do. Beautiful. And I've been looking at your tour schedule and I've looked at your tour schedule over the last couple of years. It's online you have toured nonstop almost, only taking a couple months off every year, it seems. How do you keep going? Mm-hmm. How do you keep going and stay healthy like we were talking about earlier? How do you just keep touring and, and take that personal care as well? Well, it, it's um, the, the, the uh, how should I say, I think really because I, I really believe um it's my vocation. It's my um, gift to life. It's my service. I think people don't talk in terms of service in, when it comes to music and the entertainment industry, but I really do believe that uh, um, music is a very high art form that really feeds people or can feed people on, on a very deep level um, in their hearts and their souls. And, and for me, I, I am aware, you know, I have a, an amazing repertoire of songs that I've written through my life that um, are very powerful and they, they take people on a very powerful journey uh, during the two hours that I, 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 I'm up there on stage. And um, so really it's the service factor, it's the feeling like it's my way of giving a little bit, <laughs> if you like, to life and, and people. And that's what keeps me going. The day I get tired or, or uh, I, I don't enjoy it anymore, I'll stop. I can't, I can't, I'm not a performer who can fake it. Um, so the enjoyment that people feel when I'm up there is, is truly genuine. And uh, yes, the touring is hard. It's hard on the body and it's a juggling act. You know, I, I do my, you do your best to try and eat healthy, grab sleep wherever you can and get through it. Um, but uh, it really, it's the um, it's the looking into people's eyes at the meet and greet and, and from the stage that 
makes me want to keep going because I can tell I'm giving people something that's uh, that's they're enjoying and uh, that may be helping them. I mean, I I hear so many incredible stories of of how um, music has has helped people, helped even helped save their lives, and mm-hmm. that's an amazing thing to be told that a song that I've written has saved someone's life. But I do know in my life experience, music has played a huge part in helping me get through. That is beautiful. And that is a beautiful place to end this because I know you are... So that's really what keeps me going. That's beautiful. And that is a beautiful place to pause and and let you uh, go on with your day because I know you are very, very busy. I cannot wait to see you. I'm coming to the North Bergen show on July 18th, so I will see you there. This was wonderful. Thank you so much, sir. I really appreciate it. Brilliant. Well, listen, I don't know, you know, I don't know when this air, this, this show is airing. I hope before the show is because uh, oh, America, yes. again, it's people, got... uh, people are not, not so knowledgeable of, of the name Roger Hodgson and, and what they're going to, what they're going to hear and see. But I've, um, I obviously play all the hits that I wrote mm-hmm. that people love and remember with Supertramp, you know, Breakfast in America, Dreamer, etc. Um, and in fact, many people, after the show, say they feel like they've seen the best Supertramp concert. So, in a way, that's the best compliment because I know Supertramp was a, a much loved band. So, um, I hope uh, people will check me out. You know, check out the show because it's uh, it's an amazing show. People fly in, and people will be flying in from around the world uh, to see the show. They follow me because they not just the songs, but the feeling, the feeling of love and celebration and hope, and uh, the feeling of upliftment they get from the show is is pretty stunning. And uh, it's amazing to to look out at the end of the show and see so many smiling faces singing their hearts out, singing Give a Little Bit with me. I mean, that's, that's, again, that's what keeps me going and makes me want to keep going because uh, it it is so magic. So please, if anyone wants to check me out in action, check out my Facebook page. Yes. Uh, Go to my website, see some videos, and um, I hope to see Hope to see you at one of the shows. I'm really looking forward to this tour. It's been a while since I've toured America, and I can't wait. That's beautiful. Yes, this goes up tomorrow morning, uh, and so it'll be out the day before your first dates. And I don't know if you know this, but you're sold out in two of the show, two of the shows already in PA. So I, mm. you have this amazing following all over the world, and I'm excited. I'm glad there's room for me in North Bergen because I've wanted to see you for a long time, and I'm so glad you're in the area. So this is going to be exciting. Look forward to meeting you. Look forward to meeting you in person, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I cannot wait to see and meet you next week on the 18th. You heard it right here. The highest compliment he's ever been paid is that his solo shows are some of the best Super Tramp shows fans will ever see, and I have no doubt that is what I am in for. And again, I get these press kits when I do these interviews. All the quotes that they have from just the last couple of years talk about how Roger's voice is better than it's ever been, and it just it sounds better than those records. And, and I mean, it has me so excited to get to go see him in concert. And again, if you want to make sure you go see Roger in concert, it's rogerhodson.com. There I go again with that extra H. It's R-O-G-E-R-H-O-D-G-S-O-N.com. And that's it for us today. Thanks again to our season sponsors, Axtel Expressions and the Tangent Bound Network. We talked about them at the top of the show. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at talkfor2.com. Uh, excuse me, at Talk for Two. And of course, please visit the HQ of Talk for Two. See what I did there? Rhymes. Talkfor2.com. Signing off, 
I'm Matt Bailey, so thrilled to be back at the microphone, reminding everyone out there to keep talking for two. You can hear more show business interviews with the stars at talkfor2.com.